0: Before we get this episode rolling, I want to let you guys know you can buy Change My Mind merch on Teespring at the Geeks Worldwide store. Search GWW and you'll find things like t-shirts, sweatshirts, and phone cases.
1: I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. I swear these other podcasts is just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. Yeah.
2: Nick, if a fart. Can seep out of a layer of underwear, and then go through another layer of pants, upon anything else extra that you may be, uh, you may have on your person at the time, and still reach the nose of anyone within your vicinity. Mm-hmm. Is a cloth mask really going to protect us from a virus?
0: Oh man, that is a hard hitting question right at the
2: gate west. Um, because have you ever seen like, let me preface it have you ever seen um, like infrared video of people out in public uh, farting or burping or sneezing and stuff? And you, and yeah, all of a sudden, like it just all just kind of takes over an area. Mm -hmm. Like, I saw this kind of posed as a meme online (laughs) and I was um, kind of blown away and also disappointed by how. Shocked I was by like the simplicity of the question and just how much it kind of made sense to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's a little. It is a little concerning when you put it that way. I, I mean, but the other thing is, you're supposed to be wearing a, a filter in all this. Well, no, that's only if you have the, the homemade masks. I don't know, Wes. <sighs> Uh, i don't know i don't i don't i don't I don't know how it's going to help i mean i've seen i think fauci said it's only going to help so much or it doesn't really help at all so
2: yeah i've i've gone full circle on this from going that this was you know probably early on in the podcast you can go back when this first started and we were kind of like cracking jokes i think i was kind of taking the lead about this like oh i'm not worried about this at all and then i went really worried and now i'm like i want my life back
0: yeah <laughs> I, I i don't think you're alone in that and I and i totally understand it it's it's I mean, it's gotten to a ridiculous point where, you know, I mean, we're, we're going to keep doing this at home no matter what. But we don't even have the option of you coming over here or me going over to your place to right. record it because everybody's worried about, you know, being in close proximity and six feet and everything like that. So, yeah, now, it stinks. Wh-
2: what do you think about the people who are alone in their cars wearing masks? Have you have you come across this phenomenon?
0: Um, you mean like having it have it over their face still?
2: Yeah, like wearing the mask
0: while driving in the car. I just, I just think there's people being lazy and just not thinking about it. I've definitely at points had like, if I go to see my parents or whatever, because I still go to see them, I, I bring my mask sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really keep it on when I'm around them. But I'll put, I'll have the mask, and then I may just put it on my face to leave the building and then forget to take it off. So, I, why you? What, I mean, what do you? Do you have like some hot take on it or something?
2: No, I just, I'm not sure what that's, um, what that's. What's, how that's helping no you know, it's not. like maybe it is just people forgetting yeah. you know, that's, but um, yeah laziness. I, I just find that kind of interesting like i I would like to know the uh the thought process behind that if it's not just like, oh, I forget that I have it on my face sort of thing, but I think it's hard for me really like, disappointed yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, but it's it's hard for me um to like not be aware that it's there. it's always kind of on my mind, so to speak. Mm. oh um yeah yeah you know nice Ooh. little tie in there. You know, yeah. but I'm pretty much just wearing it exclusively in public places. Like when I go out running, like I also kind of have a chuckle at the people who wear the mask while running. Like I'm not sure what that's um, doing Dude, other try- than maybe just like cutting back on your oxygen intake. I've tried doctor, it. It's That's but...
0: exactly what it does. I've tried it and it's tough. I, I've, I think I've run with it twice with a mask on and I do like two different types. One was like a bandana and the other one wasn't. Mm-hmm. And man, the one the one that wasn't was really tough. So I can't do it. I, I tried it twice, boom, done. That's it. So but there are still people who I see with, with masks on while they're oh, running. Yeah. And I don't I just don't oh, know how yeah. you breathe that well. You have to be jogging lightly when you're doing that.
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe a brisk walk with the, you know, furiously pumping those arms. You yeah, know, they're not sprinters like, like you and I. Faster. no, yeah. no, no, no. I've actually uh, just just clipped off some
0: nasty blisters, uh, right, right uh, around the balls of my feet today. Actually, yeah, it's a nice little makes, inside I, tip. I actually bought running sneakers because of this pandemic, and I've been running. Oh so yeah, much.
2: I'm I'm waiting <sighs> for new ones. I just ordered a nice pair of neon um, neon
0: Adidas. I also hope that I had a coupon to Dick's, but yeah. I, uh, but uh, I, that's what the honestly was. I've been running like I'm not like going and running five miles, I'm running a mile and a half, like one, 1. 1.7, something like that, every other day. But I've mm-hmm. never run this much ever in my life, even when I played soccer. Just I don't think I ever ran this much for this long period of time. And I think I'm going to keep doing it afterwards. And I don't like that about myself. This is a change <laughs> that I did not expect. I'm not a runner, that's why I play baseball. It's good. Well, it's good. You know, in short
2: bursts, that's why you probably keep it to a shorter, like mile, mile and a half. I've been, I've been like exactly. a three, uh, anywhere from three to five mile guy every other day. Nice. Uh, nice. So that's, yeah, my own little personal 5k, but this is uh episode 67 of the change my mind podcast. And if you didn't already know, uh, I am Wesley Sykes and coming through the other side of the ether is the Josh Whedon to my Zack Snyder, Mr. Nick Fryer.
0: I don't know if I, I don't know how I feel about that. Analogies, I mean, you're cleaning you, actually, up the mess. That's 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 where I was going with it. Oh, well, then I appreciate that. But you're beloved by your fans. Holy shit, they he is uh, yeah. beloved by his fans.
2: Well, yeah, but but you know, is that fan greater than the out, you know, the overall uh base? So, yeah, know, I, it's, uh, a, it's a good interpretation, yeah, yeah that's and, one way to put it. And I use this metaphor here because uh, we're going to be discussing uh, what has amounted to a big win for the hashtag. Uh, released the Snyder Cut stands. HBO Max and Warner Brothers said that they'll be airing the uh, quote-unquote Snyder Cut of Justice League on its new streaming service coming in 2021. And to get all the new details and to review perhaps a timeline of events that led up to this, uh, we have Geeks Worldwide Editor-in-Chief Casey Walsh returning to the program to help mm-hmm. uh, break it all down. So obviously he uh, appeared first on our, what, one of our bonus commentary episodes here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and now, now he's getting a full blown episode. So yeah. Two Cause he really
0: ahead. gave us, he's been dealing with the Snyder people for a long time. And honestly, when I think of like hashtags that just, when you think of hashtag, there are certain ones that, that come up, obviously you have movies and different things that, that have their trends. But honestly, hashtag release the Snyder Cut may be the one that's lasted the longest out of all the social media yes. crazies. And It's definitely one of the first ones that I. It may be the first one that I think of. Someone says, "What's the hashtag that pops to your mind right away?" Release the Snyder Cut for sure, because just these people—they don't stop. And now, when you you know dive into this world of comic book fans, there's there are a certain amount. There's a certain group of them that has that in their bio. You like you 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 have to let people right. know you're a Snyder Cut person.
2: Yeah, you're a Republican, you're a Democrat, and you're a release the Snyder Cut fan. You know, it's one of the three kind of at this point, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's a three-party race here. But let's find out before we bring in uh, Casey Walsh a little bit later. Uh, What's going on with Trending now? Why don't you lead us off here?
0: Well, I mean, I was pretty stunned by this bit of news last week, Wes. So Ruby Rose, who starred as Batwoman on the CW show, they did their first season. Now, I don't know where the numbers were, but honestly, when I saw she was cast for this role – I thought, you know what? I might see this. She was in John Wick, right? Was it John Wick 2? I believe it was, right? I believe
2: so. And, and um, yeah. wasn't she also uh, um, on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Diaz,
0: right? I believe she's Diaz. No, there. that's that's who's going to become – that's, I think, who's rumored to – or who's interested I in see. Okay. Over the over. I, yes.
2: I heard about this news on the Mac and Goo program. Um, uh, I think that maybe is where I was getting some some things mixed up there. But I do have uh, a very similar stance to Mac on that, is that I do not watch the CW shows, uh, nor nor do I really care about them.
0: Fair enough. But (laughs) uh, I watched Arrow and they they definitely had its ups and downs and I've been trying to get back into it during the Mm -hmm. quarantine, but there's a lot of other stuff I'm trying to catch up on as well. But when I saw she was attached to this role, I was like, you know what? I'm interested in this. And I was, again, I didn't watch it right away. Figured I'll watch it when it comes out on Netflix or whatever. But now after the first season she's gone, she released the whole statement, but she she was the one who made the decision. I think that... um, CW and Warner Brothers, wherever, mm-hmm. were also with her in it. But the big takeaway out of this, West was she gets this leading role. You know, nowadays you get a superhero role. It's a big deal. Arrowverse has been very successful. Flash has been yeah. successful. And uh, Jose Otterson from Variety reported this. And I saw other places, but I trust Variety a little bit more. Quote, according to multiple sources, Rose was unhappy with the long hours required of her as the series lead, which led to friction on the set. It was thus decided by her and the network in the studio, Warner Brothers Television, that they would part ways. How does that happen? You're a lead. How do you expect? How do you like not expect to have long hours? It's a show too. I mean, I, I I didn't check the episode count, but they they've run. They had like 20 episode seasons. How do you not know this coming in? It's an action movie too. Show too.
2: So I'm going to take the opposite uh, approach to this. I actually want to applaud Ruby Rose here uh, because. You know, I think leaving a leading role over laziness is something um, that many people can relate to. Hey, I signed up for this job. I wanted the paycheck. I didn't really think about how much was going into it. Now that I got the money, this kind of sucks. Let's see if I can go, uh, you know, leapfrog into something else.
0: You're the worst. Grass is always greener, Nick. The grass is always greener. 20 episodes and boom, done. Too much for me. Sorry. I'm all set. Very disappointing.
2: Hey, maybe she's a woman who doesn't want to be tied down. You know, you you sign up to these, like you said, you know, sure, you're financially set for an extended period of time, but you're also, you know, obligated to be there for that same amount of period of time. I mean, you know, look at Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. They were pretty much uh, handcuffed by Marvel movies, you know, for a dozen years.
0: Right. But you, this is like, this is a big time role though. That's the whole thing and I get that sometimes actors are afraid of that right that was Chris Evans whole thing he was afraid of taking the yeah. role and, and not getting it right but uh, and again I don't know where the ratings were but they were going to have another season it couldn't have been that bad how do you, you how do you just give up and she's also I believe she's lesbian yes she's yeah she's and then this character is lesbian so and that was like supposed to be a big deal and I think she made a little somewhat of a big deal about it how do you not take pride in getting this role and continuing forward with it. That's surprising to me when, when you go and make it a big deal and, it, and it's made into this whole thing. I don't understand how you just walk away from it after one season and, it, and having, knowing that you're going to have a second one coming up. That doesn't make sense to me.
2: Well, she was probably getting more money from unemployment and <laughs> uh, you know, the Trump bucks uh, you know, coming in. So she figured if I can just continue this and then maybe I don't have to work uh, ever again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 that makes a lot of sense, West. Yeah, it sure makes a lot of
2: sense. Uh, so you know what else makes a lot of sense here? Uh, of course, with the t- main topic today of the release of Snyder Cut coming to fruition, uh, other people seem to kind of be following this playbook, this uh, template of how to make a director's cut happen sort of thing um, for pushing maybe maybe the IP that they want to see. Uh, so the hashtag that I saw floating around today, as of Monday, was uh, "Make Solo 2 happen," <laughs> uh, and this was this weekend on the two-year anniversary of its original release. So, w- would you want to see a-, a Solo 2 movie?
0: Um, look, so- Solo was fine. It's,
2: it's on it's Netflix it's- now too. You know that's that's available to watch. It's on
0: Netflix. It it's- was on Netflix. Oh. Maybe they got switched
2: over to Disney Plus once they launched. But I know that probably. was probably um, still Although- on there.
0: I will say I saw someone tweet out that it's when you go to the Star and I haven't I haven't confirmed this but when you go to the Star Wars section on Disney Plus you won't even find Solo under it but I think really? Rogue One is. Yeah, because I think they're somewhat embarrassed by obviously you know monetarily it didn't do as well as the other ones did and it's not, you know, this Rogue One's not looked at as a masterpiece, but it's very respected, and and it's what it was supposed to do, it accomplished. And it was a movie we necessarily didn't think we needed, but it ended up being something that we kind of all enjoyed along the way. Solo didn't get that, and I think the the press leading up to it didn't work work in its favor. I thought it was fine. Do I need a Solo 2? No. Do I expect a Solo 2? Definitely not. Um, Do I think it got fair criticism no i don't think it did but so i guess that's kind of where i stand on it did you did you like it
2: yeah i liked it you know i would like to see a little bit more um you know donald glover childish gambino (laughs) and featured you know you can get um you know uh you you can get get chewy back involved in there and then you know some of the droid action in there yeah i think that could be fun i think you can make another movie out of that now, what I do think though, I think it is still available on Netflix, like much like uh, Ant Man and the Wasp is, and I believe Infinity oh. War is. Maybe they're waiting um, that contract to kind of run its course before adding it back onto um, uh, Disney Plus. Because wasn't that the case with uh, The Last Jedi for a little bit? Didn't they wait? To add the Last Jedi back on the Disney Plus. Yeah, they when, didn't right, put every run on Netflix.
0: Right when they put everything when they released it initially, they didn't have all of their Disney stuff on there. And now right. it seems like they've gotten a lot—at least most of it, if not all of it—is on there now. Yeah, and maybe that's what it is. That would make, make more sense, I guess. Uh, Also
2: trying to make a push for another um, director's cut release is David Ayers, the director of the original Suicide Squad. Um, He's kind of taken the same approach that Zack Snyder has, uh, tweeting out some cryptic messages and kind of teasing what would have been with different characters. I think the one that originally caught my eye and gets everyone's attention is Jared Letter's uh, Joker, which was you know, supposedly had like 40 minutes of screen time that was whittled down to like five or something like that. Um, So hashtag release the uh, air cut has also been uh, trending as well. We'll touch on that a little bit more uh, with Casey Walsh when he comes on soon. Uh, But, you know, these types of things, like is that something you would be interested in either? I know we already talked about Make Solo 2 happen, but release the air cut?
0: Yeah, I would be interested in that one for sure. I think I don't know that it'll happen though. I mean, the thing with Zack Snyder is he had that loyal fan base kind of already at mm-hmm. that point. And with Snyder too, when we'll get into it more, but there's a lot more to what happened during the production of the movie when he was directing. Where you know, there's a lot. There was a lot that was out of his control. I mean, in, in total mm-hmm. fairness to the guy, I think in, in is obviously a series of unfortunate events for him. But I, I but I don't know. They just to have the, to have it happen once is one thing and you set a precedent with it, but I think you're, that Warner Brothers is in a situation where they can say there were very different circumstances surrounding Snyder versus Suicide Squad. But mm-hmm. maybe Casey has some more insight on it. I know there was one thing he tweeted out regarding a certain Just League character that I was very, very surprised about, and hopefully we can get more insight from him there on that.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's been certain things like the uh, Joker, Harley Quinn killing Jason Todd, uh, the the assault on Arkham. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the entra- enchantress not really being the only villain, I think Steppenwolf might have made an, an appearance at some sort, um, some introduction of Martian Manhunter. Uh, as well as Green Lantern, or, or maybe uh, maybe I'm confusing the. two I think you're mixing with a the co- yeah, the, the,
0: with the Snyder stuff. Some of the, yeah, they, they, we're getting I'm getting all confused now. But yes, Snyder, yeah, I think Snyder might have Green Lanterns yeah. showing up, and that's then, right. Yes, yeah, Martian Manhunter might be in it as well. But yeah, yeah, there's there's definitely more stuff there to be used, and I, I think what's going to come down to is is the Snyder does the Snyder cut make money? If it does, then sure. Then then they'll then they'll definitely consider because it but it's a year away and they're already talking about well, I think their budget's like twenty million I'm curious what that's going to go to um, mm-hmm. and hopefully Casey can give us some more insight on it but it's a lot it's a lot of money um to, to invest in that though yeah and, a-
2: and I would say that this is um something that's good you know if if the audience is vocal about something that they want to see then why wouldn't companies release it in order to you know, make some sort of extra financial gain from it, whether, you know, this is a video on demand or goes to a streaming service or gets re-released in theaters or whatever, you know, the route that they decide to go, you already know that there's a built-in audience for it that is clamoring for this, you know, so much so that it's mm-hmm. quote unquote toxic to a certain extent. So That's you know, I, don't, I don't see why
0: you don't, you know, just give the people what they want in a sort of way. Because at some point then you're just, you don't want to give the people who, I mean, I get the fans want a certain thing, but when they don't necessarily, the reason they're there's a reason that they're fans and not the people making the decisions. You know what yeah, I mean? But, At some point, but clearly Snyder
2: and and David Ayers and then all these other uh, you know prominent actors who who came out and voiced it. You know, it wasn't just a fan movement. When you hear from you know the head of the snake, so to speak, that hey, I want this coming out and this is available and this is an option. You know, I feel like that's the job of movie studios
0: anyway, is to give uh, people something that they want to see. It definitely is. It, it, it absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That, that's that's the goal. And that's why, see, the thing is that Snyder has that the the audience attached to it where they can get a little vicious when it comes They can they a can little vicious, I think, maybe be underselling it, but they can mm-hmm. get vicious when it comes to this. And I think that's where you kind of draw that fine line. Do you want to deal with that sort of thing? But when you, the difference is, When you have Momoa or Gal Gadot or Ben Affleck or or Henry Cavill, all these people who want to see it. And then, of course, Snyder had things that happened to him that changes things. But if Margot Robbie starts clamoring for the Ayer cut, I don't necessarily know that's going to make a difference. And again, I don't think Ayer has the same following where we're going to see something like that happen. It's going to be more dependent on the Snyder cut. And this could just end up being a one-time thing where it doesn't make money and it's just a net loss for them in the end monetarily, which would – mean. I hope it's good. I want it to be good. I'm looking forward to watching it. We can to give us something to review and, and talk plenty about.
2: Exactly. I'm all for hashtag more content.
0: Right. Um, Speaking of more content, too, yes. now uh, Netflix nice. has, has nice. got some, some some new stuff coming. Um, well, this isn't necessarily new, but it's new to Netflix, Uncut Gems, which we saw a little while mm-hmm. back was – maybe it was comicbook.com had it going to the Netflix UK it gets, I hate when they get. I know too. when
2: we got, we got dogs <laughs> like that. I think it was right around Christmas time. Wasn't yeah,
0: it? Yeah. I remember I got, I was one, you were the one that caught that, that. I made that mistake. I was not happy about it, but now I haven't seen it on cut. Okay, Netflix, but I, so you've seen it, right?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I saw it and I was actually just rewatching it before we hopped on here. Oh. Um Very anxiety driven movie, but it's uh, it's good. You know, I'm not sure if it's, uh, you know, worth the hype and everything, but it's, it's a good watch. I, I enjoy it.
0: We got a lot of other stuff coming on here too, Wes. I mean, there's All Dogs Go to Heaven, mm-hmm. uh, which I I loved that movie as a kid. That was oh, – Oh, yeah. I, it's, a good, it's a good classic. I've actually watched that in the past five years. I cannot remember when though exactly, but I, I will probably rewatch this again once it goes on there. Which is surprising
2: uh, because uh, you hate
0: dogs. I do not hate dogs. <laughs> I'm not a dog lover like you. I like dogs.
2: Right. I, um, I'm sure you would much rather prefer All Dogs Go to
0: Hell that is not at all true you I I resent that um entirely well, i think i think
2: we got a headline right
0: now so <laughs> um let's see what else we got we got lady bird the disaster artist et mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, what else twister twister
2: twister what a great Ameri- you know classic uh, disaster movie mm-hmm. speaking of disasters right yeah um what else is there yeah so there's something kind of cool it's uh the night clerk that comes out on june 6th so it's uh, it's mike michael christopher uh writes and directs this crime drama starring uh anna de Armas, who uh was was a great standout and Knives out if you've seen that movie uh mm-hmm. she's just a, a delight I'm a big fan of her she's dating uh ben affleck currently and ty sheridan everyone's favorite cyclops um about a hotel clerk <laughs> Who is the subject of a murder investigation? So that's a Netflix original movie. I uh, love a good murder mystery type movie there.
0: So then we got *The Five Bloods*, which is a Spike Lee joint. That's co- that's so that's going straight to Netflix. I yeah, yeah. About.
2: So and again, uh, *Inside Man*. You you can start to see some of uh, you know Spike Lee's catalog start cycling through on uh, Netflix as well, much like uh, a lot of the catalog from a twenty four. Um, you know, you see Uncut Gems, you mentioned, uh, Lady Bird, I think there's another one on there as well. Uh, but, but some, a disaster artist is also an A24 film. So you start to see some of their catalog cycle in as well, which is, um, always nice, you know, nice little higher class, thought
0: provoking, uh, uh, you know, category of cinema. <laughs> um, Baby Mama also getting put on there. I would not say that falls under the category <laughs> of cinema. No. Um. Can you tell me more, because I know you put this one down, Eurovision Song Contest, the Story of Fire Saga? What the hell is that? Yeah,
2: so this is coming out on June 26th, and this is starring, I don't know much about it, so I I really should have done a little bit more research, but it's Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams appear in this comedy-based, what is it, comedy-based on singing contest? I don't Mm -hmm. know that's that's poorly written on my part (laughs) stumbling over my own words there but so what I gather it's going to be kind of like a make you know kind of like a mockumentary kind of or something or making fun of like American Idol or America's Got Talent or something like that um but I believe this is like a European version
0: gotcha gotcha okay uh quickly before we bring Casey in for the comic book minute we got uh let's see DC has Suicide Squad 5, Batman Beyond 43, both of which I have reviews for this week, Justice League 45, Flash 754, and Aquaman 59, Marvel has some stuff coming too, Amazing Spider-Man 43, Avengers 33, Star Wars Dr. Aphra 1, which I thought there was some Dr. Aphra stuff already, I guess I was wrong, Venom 25, and Marauders 10. Image and IDW has some stuff coming out too. I, I didn't think there was anything really appealing for our audience unless anybody reads G.I. Joe. Um, in that case, Issue 6 is coming out from IDW this week. And because well, Wes guilted me last week for not writing Thank a you. DC Marvel crossover proposal, uh, I did write one on Friday last week, and I found out that they do pretty well on the website too. Shame on me. Um, <laughs> the, I, I uh, shaped this one around Wonder Woman got a lot of characters involved in this one. I think I have three villains and then at least three villains and then two heroes um, involved in this too. Of course, Marvel and DC variety.
2: Okay. All right. I like this. So is this, um, can you give us a little
0: bit of a tease of what we yes. might expect here? So with this one, um, hmm. I don't think it gives away if I say this, I, I was looking at with wonder woman. There's a bunch of different powerful characters that she can work with. And I'm sure there are certain, whether it's male or female characters that people would like to see wonder woman partnered up with from the marvel universe and villains that she could go against too i looked at this one and i was like well who are some who are like god-like figures whether it be male or female in the marvel universe and i figured you know what that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna pair her with one of them okay. and then bring in another hero-like character with that person and pair and have that be the trio That's you know there's two characters for the headline but have a threesome that are that's going to work, I think, pretty well together and be in characters maybe we wouldn't normally think of. That's what I try and do characters we might we could see them working together. But people might not normally think of right away.
2: So you okay. you you lost so. me at a uh, creative threesome. So I'll just put that right uh right there. You know <laughs> when you put that, you know who wouldn't want to be involved in a you know a threesome involving Wonder Woman and some other godlike uh, person. All right, now on to our main topic of discussion today. It's the uh, hashtag releasing of the release the Snyder cut with <laughs> it worldwide editor-in-chief Casey Walsh Casey how are we doing today wah, wah,
1: wah. just me eating crow, I guess oh wah, 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 wah. Okay. <laughs> uh, what a, it's been it 2020 is weird right
0: yes at least. <laughs> I so I don't
1: know yeah so I mean the, yeah they released the Snyder cut it's going to HBO Max which I mean in all honesty makes complete sense I mean, it sounds like uh, prior to February, it wasn't coming out. It it wasn't, it, it's not done. Uh, it it mm-hmm. needs work as we've all, I think I stated last time I was here, it needed $20 million of work. I <laughs> the exact number. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, we find out all those things. And then, so he has, I guess he had a screening on February with HBO and Warner and they're like, yeah, it's going to cost this much to finish it. And they're like, all right, well, it sounds good. So, and then it's coming out. So, I mean, this came like February, March, April, like two months, they like got this together and signed this deal. And, and, and here we are.
2: Now, have you seen uh, the Snyder cut or, or do you know anyone firsthand who has um, had? I, I, to it? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I've talked to people who've seen like test screenings
1: and I, and again, but what they saw was like cart, like, you know what I mean? Like, understand what a test screening is a lot of time, and that's what people don't seem to understand about film production and it's what it's probably most annoying about this whole situation Mm -hmm. is that like you get like these people who like have never sat on a film set never have no clue how movies are made and they just think that like one guy and like five cameramen like gather cast together and they just like knock it out in a weekend or something i don't know i don't know what they think happens but um so there was a, a cut that was tested, obviously, because that's how we got to the, to the other cut. And this cut did contain like what we call, like, like they either call previs, so which uh, a lot of times Steiner shared previs shots. So they're like those gray shots that have no textures and there's like a gray overlay. That's usually a previs shot. So it's something like you put in a movie, like a film, a placement that you don't necessarily want to complete yet because you don't want to spend the money because you don't know if it's going to go to the final cut or whatever. Every movie has free, like this is common. This is another thing, too. Every movie has a director's cut. Every <laughs> single movie ever made has a director's cut. Every single one. So, like, <laughs> the fact that, like, the, the studio came in here and, like, stole the movie away from him and, like, he, he was, I mean, yes, a, he, a tragedy befell him. They should have waited. They should have just waited for him to come back they should have Mm -hmm. given him the time to come back and finish it in the first place Mm -hmm. and so yes the studio had to come in and make concessions to get a film out on time that certainly those things happen and they mishmashed what he shot and another director had shot so they could get a film out that they had promised to the public on time and make their quarterly earnings because again these Warner brothers is not an art house studio that makes money that makes films for for me and you and us like they make films to make money it's number mm-hmm. one priority is making money. So we had to all remember that too. Um, so yeah, so there was a, fil- there was a cut shown that has like previous shots, storyboard, like literal storyboards, just like stick figure drawings of things that were happening. And there were cards that said like dark side, insert dark side here, like stuff like that. So yeah, there, there's definitely like a cut shown that had like d- expanded elements of what we saw. That's another thing too. I like, from what I hear, like the plot, like it's, the plot of the Snyder is definitely more expanded and there's more fluff in there and there's more like backstory for every character and we get more understanding of like the world of dark side and all that stuff too but it's essentially the same plot like bad guy comes finds some other boxes needs to put them together to create a cosmic a cataclysmic event like so i did, like the movie itself i don't know how much how different like people are thinking they're gonna like a different plot in there or whatever so well, yeah,
2: and, oh I'm sorry. Uh, just you know, I know we've seen um, this with Zack Snyder before, as far as uh, Batman versus Superman getting the extended director's cut, and then as well as Watchmen um, getting an extended and and that kind of created some sort of uh, you know positive success, I guess, in, in the yeah. aftermath of those two movies. So I mean, do do you imagine that? I, that's really exactly
1: what I imagine. Like he okay. So again, this is a people have had we've had these conversations for two and a half years, and all these times like the. All the people that have worked on this film say, said everything that that Zach storyboarded, he shot. So he shot everything. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden that story is changing to, oh, he needs to shoot more additional footage. So mm-hmm. like, well, your first story was he shot footage and there's five hours of footage sitting around that he can play with and cut into a four-hour movie, uh, six-part, 45-minute miniseries, whatever he wants to do, I guess. Mm-hmm. I They're going to do the miniseries because they're going to milk two months out of subscribers it's just fucking genius yeah um, <laughs> um and again like people expect oh these episodes are gonna be an hour a piece so they're oh they're gonna shoot two more hours of footage they have to right well no they're gonna shoot 45 like what streaming episode is an hour long is, is any episode an hour they're always like 45 50 minutes like tops mm-hmm. that's because they always like they're trained to buffer in for commercials like they're just trained that way and that's because heaven forbid the streaming service collapses and they need to like put this out somewhere else, like, they have that, like, they're ready to go. Or, or right. if they need to, like, insert commercials later, like, they can do that.
0: So, so one, we'll oh, go ahead. Sorry, Casey. Uh,
1: so, so like, I just, like, I don't know. There just seems to be, like, this whole, like, whirlwind of, like, oh, it's everything. Like, the fire is building and we're, like, they're going to reinstate Snyder and he's going to get to do Man of Steel 2 and Justice League 2 and Ben Affleck's coming back and he's going to play Batman again and we're going to get the, his Batman movie and all this stuff's going to, like, boom, 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 and it's all going to get announced, like, in the next month. <laughs>
0: like, that's, a, that's some of the crazy stuff that I've seen out of this too. And I, I've seen quite a few tweets, some of that you've retweeted and, and, and waited on yourself with Ben Affleck coming back. And that, that doesn't seem realistic at all. Based on everything else, everything else has kind of been going on in his life personally that happened while he was playing Batman. But with, with Superman, I saw that you tweeted out that you asked, I'm just going to read your tweet. He um, asked around and it does sound like Warner brothers and, and um, Cavill's team are willing to come together again, but it's all very early, no creatives attached, no scripts. Basically, they're just kicking the tires for now. Scheduling is a big factor. I mean, so when you hear that, do you think that that's just I mean, hype from Cavill now? doesn't
1: show up on that stream for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, he showed up for that stream. Like, I definitely think that he and Warner Brothers are willing to come back together. Um, again, but uh, the Cavill situation is because he has the Witcher, and He is not. Again, everyone says, "Oh, he he said himself he could he could like do uh, The Witcher and Superman." And so, why hasn't he signed on for movies during Mm -hmm. the period he's been working on The Witcher? Like, he just hates money. (laughs) Like, like, you know what I mean? So, like, Mm -hmm. this this idea that he can all of a sudden like just jump onto like a Superman movie, which I assume again, heavy special effects, a lot of action training like six months to prep and shoot superman minimum he's currently spending nine months working on the witcher there's there's gonna be there's a three-month overlap there where it doesn't quite line up you know what i mean so again that's that's just, it's just hyperbole on my part there's no uh evidence other than uh past circumstances to to support that um but again like there, I, there's certainly I, there's, there's certainly evidence to support that the Cavill and WB are willing to come together and make something happen if they can. And I think him showing up in something like, but Black Adam, where he can shoot for a couple weeks or a month, or not, like one action scene, and then when he's done with Witcher, like set the seeds for Man of Steel two, and then another creative come on board. Again, I just don't. I don't see Snyder coming back in and just doing all this again, again for the emotional aspect. Like why? Like there just seems to be such like. Uh, a whirlwind, ne- negative or positive, around this whole universe. Like, why would these actors that have like come and gone want to come back and like start that whole whirlwind over again? Um, right. So I don't. It's, it's it's hard to tell. It's hard to predict. Obviously, fucking WB and HBO Max are off their rocker, and they don't. They're just gonna try anything they can. Uh, I and again, I don't, uh, circumstances. Everybody like, per, if it wasn't for COVID, I don't know that we would that we would be having this conversation. Uh, like, I, I don't know that we have. We are.
2: I I think that's a great point. You know, anyone is is really kind of just, uh, you know, scratching their claws right now for uh, any sense of news or or good news for that matter. Uh, But, but, you know, now that we have a definitive answer on it, excuse me, uh, is the Snyder Cut, you know, do you think this is good or bad for movies? The idea of uh, fan culture kind of rallying up and making a change from, uh, you know, the studios and all that. Because in, in one sense, I think this is, um, you know, an exercise of everyone's First Amendment rights as an American, right? Um, but to a certain extent, I think there was a fine line between um, protesting and then, uh, you know, bullying, like like Nick and I were saying earlier. I, I don't think it's fantastic.
1: Um, I, I hope the problem is like we all like things happen in the film industry and then we all expect the film industry to learn the correct lesson from it and they never fucking do never like venom is a prime example of sony not learning lessons like they made a 90s movie in 20 uh in 20 2012 like they just don't (laughs) learn lessons like you know what i mean so like Mm -hmm. uh the fact that we're gonna walk away from this and be like oh they're gonna start giving directors like more creative freedom and they're gonna like like they're gonna let like they're going to let, let allow less studio interference because they see what happened to Snyder and they see the fan a- uprising and they know that like what fans really want. That's what, I mean, that's what studios are going to do. And I, I don't, I don't see that happening. I, now I just feel like every time that we hear about a studio interfering with a movie, which is every fucking movie, um, there's going to be like eight outcry, small or big from a, a section of fans that think that they deserve uh, to see what was on the cutting room floor and I, I, again this comes to another thing too it's so like maybe the fault is ours and we we've allowed fans too much access into filmmaking because hmm. they That's seem to true. think that like the, that good that more that that just because something was cut out of a film is it, you were de- you deserve to see it or it was meant to be there like no like things are cut out from a re- for a reason like there, like there's a reason like for you don't people don't get four or three hour movies every, like every time around. Like it just doesn't happen because sometimes storytelling doesn't like uh, fit that, that length of time and you can do something shorter. And if you want to do something shorter, you, you want to, you don't want to have an audience to sit through three hours of a movie mm-hmm. to go through uh, the same exposition five times. Like, you know, it's, a, it's insane. So like uh, I, 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 I worry about editors honestly, because like this is essentially a threat to their, to their job because that's essentially what we're asking them to do is stop editing. Like, so we're just going to not edit anything anymore. Like, well, everything is a good to go.
2: I think here's my, uh, the, the, the argument against it or, or, or for these, um, you know, extra directors cuts that go out here. Right. Because if the studio is ultimately about making money, um, couldn't this be almost a genius marketing ploy to stretch out, um, the length of your revenue streams for individual properties, um, that maybe you do a release, of a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour movie like you did with Justice League. Um, you kind of reap off the, the benefits, good or bad, of just kind of having your name in the press, as well as any money that you would pull in from you know movies and orders and, and ticket sales and all that. And then six months to a year later, you re-release some movie with some extra footage. Maybe you pour in $20 million here or whatever. And, and then you capitalize on giving the fans what they originally wanted, and having that built-in audience that you know is clamoring for, um, you know, some, that that piece of content.
0: Lord of the Rings I, did that, right, Casey? I mean, with well, that extended
2: here, here's the extended cuts? Here's the thing with that, though. So you're asking now. You're asking studios to create
1: two cuts of films. So now mm-hmm. you're asking them to, to finish. Like I said, we talked about previs earlier. You're asking mm-hmm. them to finish effects and all these things on two separate films, which could that could you could add, be adding fifty million to your budget. And it, for a smaller film like Birds of Prey, that doesn't work. So in a larger mm-hmm. film like uh, well, Justice League, which is already at 300000000 your million, uh, you're, 50 million going to cut it. You're going to have to do $100 million to, 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 you know what I mean, or, or yeah, whatever I mean. to finish that. And reshoots on top of that, whatever the director – because the, the two cuts are going to require different reshoots essentially because the, the director is going to reshoot his stuff he wanted to reshoot, and the studio is going to reshoot, want to reshoot stuff they want to reshoot. And that's another thing too. Reshoots aren't done to change always, – always done to change the direction or course or plot. Or tone of the film they're just done to pick up things that they missed mm-hmm. so like um so so reshoots can 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 vary depending on what film you're putting out you know what i mean so i think that that number that 20 million dollars gets jacked up more and more and more uh, earlier on in that phase now like again uh t- i mean 20 million i think it's still a lot to spend on post-production um mm-hmm. Uh, and I again giving that to other I don't know there's no telling how much they're gonna make and I think if they felt like they would have made money theat- the theatrically off of this project they would have fully released it theatrically
0: she in any so oh, go ahead sorry I would say so
1: that, I think that's why HBO max gives them a unique opportunity mm-hmm. where they can say oh we're gonna spend 20 uh we're gonna spend 50 million or 30 million on green Lantern why not just give Snyder 20 million finished his cut we don't have to film anything extra. <laughs> we maybe have to bring in uh, Ray Fisher or somebody on a mocap stage and record extra dialogue, which we require zero to no work. And we, you could do while you're doing post effects and would essentially be a part of the post effects process. Um, and then we're done. You know what I mean? We put it out and we're done. And it doesn't require them to like hire crews, build sets. That's another thing, too. Like $20 million does not get you entire crews, lo- location scouting, sets, scheduling. Um, right. Uh, a cat, like a, a ensemble cast, back. Like I don't know where, like where the, these people are, like pulling like the numbers out of their. I don't know. Like <laughs> Ben Affleck's not gonna put the suit back on for scale. He's not coming back for, for five hundred grand. You know what I mean? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't understand.
0: Like where these mm-hmm. these, these like, I don't know. So well, the thing <clears> that I'm, I'm kind of confused with all this too, Casey, is, and I, I saw you retweet some some video of this, and I, and I loved it because the whole thing is, you have the release of the Snyder cut fans saying that it exists. But then there's the other side where it's like, well it doesn't exist and it's like but it does but why do they have to do all these reshoots and make all these changes and, and doesn't it then in a sense didn't it not exist then at that point because now he's got to make go back and make these changes and spend 20 million dollars post you know it, it's release and everything. I mean it sounds like what we said and what everyone said and
1: everyone denied 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 till the end until the THR article came out and they didn't have any room to deny anymore is that there he had a semblance of the film done. On a hard drive, he took it when he left, and <clears throat> and that was his cut of the film. Now, uh, was that cut complete? Obviously, it was not complete. Was it was it his cut of the film? Uh, certainly, it was. So, I, I, I was there. Was there a Snyder cut? Yes, there was a Snyder cut. Was it a completed version ready to uh, dispense to audiences? Snyder cut? No, it wasn't. So, did it exist? I mean. <laughs> it, 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 yeah it did exist but not in any completed form that anyone would want to would see or care about right you know, so, so yeah i mean it, it, the, the answer to the question is yes it's certainly a snyder cut exists just like an A.R. cut exists just like uh what's his name the guy the blade runner guy george miller had mm-hmm. uh five cuts of blade runner they all existed you know what i mean like I, there's every film has tons of cuts they all exist but they they don't all make it to like the finish line Speaking of Unless the you're a, Martin God.
2: Scorsese, right, right? I think all <laughs> his, his stuff was in the finish line.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah uh, that, I mean, that's
1: sure, <laughs> too, right? I mean, and again, again, Martin Scorsese films might take out the Irishman, I guess, for this circumstance. I'm like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> they don't require tons of CGI and special effects, you know what I mean? So, like, you could spend that money on a three hour runtime of a uh, single shot. Uh, right. Sequences through uh, bars and hotel and, and hotel room, you know what I mean. So like, mm. um, and and he's able to h- hold your attention for three hours. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think Snyder's cut, the Justice League cut will be better. It, it cannot be worse. It fucking can't be. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, uh, just visually alone. <laughs> so so what do you expect to see uh out of this you know what are some maybe extra characters additional plot lines uh maybe extra villains or um a certain black suit that we were promised right i think that was uh, involved in there to a certain extent so you know what what do you envision being added in here that was uh quote unquote left off the cutting room floor
1: yeah so i mean it sounds like again this i want you to keep the 20 this is why you're getting 20 million dollars it sounds like you're getting the original steppenwolf mm-hmm. design so that means not the one we saw with the like OG one you saw from Batman v Superman and the, the extended cut or whatever. So that mm-hmm. big Hulking monster thing. So that means they have to go back and fix all of those original shots. Like every single one and, and do it with that original design. Cause I don't even know if that was part of the deal when he was gonna put out his like, like his version in theaters. I don't I don't know if that design was even part of the deal. Uh, it sounds like we'll get Martian Manhunter, like that four frame. Scene of him changing as he walks out of the bar mm-hmm. that we've seen uh, storyboards of. Uh, it sounds like we'll get the Deathstroke uh, breakout oh, yeah. which yeah. I think is like probably my most excited part. And again, mm-hmm. which was storyboarded, so I, I, we assume it was shot. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds like, and it sounds like Manganiello shot it um, from the way he talks about that's or his role in the movie, right? uh it sounds like we make it uh, a green lantern there was a lot of re- rumors of green lantern i don't know what inform because i i don't know how a green lantern fits in that movie at all outside of like showing up at the end and saying hey dark side's coming but then again if you see him in the portal then you already know he's coming so i, I don't know
0: we just know we uh, be reynolds <laughs> that,
1: that rumor <laughs> is in, it's fucking. That's probably the most insane rumor. And if it becomes true, that I'm just gonna fucking quit the business because I, <laughs> I, I, I don't have I don't have any fucking I don't have any I don't have any business doing this anymore. Because that seems that's an in fucking like, that's insane, right?
0: I, I didn't even know that was that, a rumor. I just said that
1: because 100% <laughs> rumor, Nick. 100% that is a rumor going around right now. That Ryan Reynolds is coming back as Jordan <laughs> in the in the Snyder Cut. Really one, no. hundred percent.
0: Oh God! No, no, um, awesome. we don't need that. I that want so, it. Give me it. Oh, jeez, Wes, stop it!
1: <laughs> again, that doesn't line up because what we reho- we heard about earlier, with the Snyder Cut, that his version of the Green Lantern either was with this one guy, Benjamin something, or it was Tomar Ray and Killawog who showed up to like this, again, Ooh. Warren and Affleck of like. Uh, unpending Dark Side Doom or whatever.
0: Kill log would be pretty cool. Kill that would be pretty cool. But I uh, honestly, they should just cop. They should have just. What they should have done was they should have just copied. I don't. I don't remember which came out first, but they should have just copied uh, the DC Animated Universe version Justice League War because that was freaking kick ass. Did and
1: that is. That yeah, yeah. That's essentially what is this move that that Justice League is based off of is that is that film the same kind of premise where Dark Side shows up, this band oh, of sure. heroes has to get together. Yeah, yeah. And, again, I just think that they. They chose Cyborg and over Green Lantern, and for whatever reason, and and when you're introducing, this is the problem with the DCU in a whole, where they, this is where they have the disadvantage. It's hard to introduce an entire team of characters and set up a villain and set up a plot and mm-hmm. and have it all come to a, a, a conclusion in yep. like two hours. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 hard. So
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: I think yeah, some characters just had to, to hit the cutting room floor, and I think that's why a lot of like I, I'm assuming. The dark side's there. And then we're gonna get the sod and Cabal, and those characters in the background or had oh. some role in there as well. So, so I,
0: when we but, look at this one, Casey, I mean, uh, this obviously had a hu- Snyder had his, his fan base that made it huge. I mean, that, that he already had before he's making this movie, and th- now as soon, as soon as this comes out, the air cut thing pops up, and that's of course David Ayer bringing it up himself. But do you think? Because Wes and I were kind of debating this before. I I don't see it as being realistic because he doesn't have that same loyal, crazy fan base that um, that that Snyder has. Do you think that we end up, is there any way that we end up seeing an air cut of Suicide Squad? I, I think it's
1: honestly more plausible uh, for a couple reasons. Number one, wow. Suicide, Suicide Squad was a billion dollar movie. So there's a precedent mm-hmm. there where it's already has a fan base. If you put out another version there's a, a uh, uh, there's essentially a ton of people who will want to see that movie again, especially if it comes if it has additional footage, or whatever it is. Okay. Two. That movie was shot. His version is shot and essentially done, and just needs like pick up, like uh uh VFX done, like no reshoots. He he shot it. He done he done it. Like that movie was <laughs> pretty much done, and I think like it would be much less costly for them to finish it because I assume. Huh. <coughs> the majority of what was changed is third act stuff so a lot of people don't know and a lot of that stuff, a lot of his movie was cut out not like change or never shot or or what i don't know you know what i mean so like yeah he yeah. essentially put it back in oh and the only thing that was essentially changed was a third act scene where the joker and the enchantress kind of make a deal with each other so that essentially that that kind of stuff would uh-huh. need to be reshot or uh re-cgi'd and then i think diablo wasn't the final confrontation? I think uh, blah, 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 blah. Katana kills the brother. Maybe. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, because I think there's a line in the original cut where she says something to Katana, or where Enchantress says something to Katana, that refers to like refers to maybe her kill, having an uh, an involvement in the death of her brother that never happens. <laughs> so, like, I think that yeah. So I think that he she ended up killing him, or yeah, because she she says, I want. I want to be with my brother to, to Katana, I think, and, and that final act.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then, but that, she, because again, Katana's stuff got cut because a, a big part of her story is the, the sword, right and the body, the soul. <clears throat> so I think Katana had a much more uh, essential role in killing them off uh, than Diablo did. And I think Diablo lived. And then Joker had a much bigger role in the third act. Um, him and Harley had a much bigger like uh, thing in the third act where he came in and kind of, Took her away. Gotcha.
2: And, and what were some of the other things that you might be able to expect, or that maybe you've heard that that were you know left out on the cutting room floor? I heard something about. Am I getting right? Re- is is it Shark Man? Who's who's the Shark guy that he was supposed to be involved in this? No, um,
1: no, no, uh, no. So the only like again, there's a lot of like this is problem with when this is what happens when sites you've never heard of that have zero followings, get one fucking scoop right. And then they like release five ex- ex- uh, new exclusives the next day about all these other details that make no fucking sense. Dead. So there were a bunch of concepts done like early on, like early, early on in the scripting phase, uh, Steppenwolf and Apocalypse were a part of Suicide Squad.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: essentially a Chantress was bringing, like her goal was to bring them along and she used pair demons instead of those like, whatever, boily face guys that she ended up using. Right. Um, so those were all like concepted, but they never made it to sh- like the film or to okay. even like a final script. Um the short guy is in is in um gun suicide squad. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Uh i never heard anything about him being at all ever being considered for Ayers stuff. Um, what, a, what about um
2: in- like the, the, the idea Char- of Joker and Harley King Quinn, Char- Quinn uh, and, and the killing of Jason Todd? Because I think and false. the one hundred percent false. yeah because yeah, they, they show it in the movie right they show like the, the the laughing ha 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 jokes on you or something like that yeah and I,
1: again I, that was a well-written fanfic but it, uh, it doesn't line up with the movie because in the scene where he's in being interrogated by or not interrogated by harley where he's him and harley together he already has the grill so if he got the grill after yeah okay he killed, uh, jason todd then how did why did he have it when they were not even together yet right but yeah in yeah. canon they killed him together but that is not that was never shot or or storyboard or, or
2: explained or anything by air. I'm not ready
0: to see that on a big screen. I don't need that. I don't need to relive that again. That
2: would have had me. I mean, I would have been uh, you know six to midnight if if I knew that was coming. You know, that would have You're been a worse bastard. for me to get uh, on the uh, released uh, air cut. You know, and, and, and just kind of join the movement. Yeah, you know, and stand for uh, something that uh, that I believe in. <laughs> So horrible <laughs> uh, so, so i think as we as we wrap up here you know uh, obviously um you know you've been very outspoken about this on on social media and, and about the uh you know downfalls of toxic fan culture in general um so you know what what's been your reception um you know like since the news dropped and, and, and you know does your opinion of the snyder cut change at all you know through this process or or what yeah have you uh, as i mean i have a cathartic experience for you
1: it ha- I mean, I guess so. I, I don't know. Like again, like I, it, again, if you go back to the THR article, Snyder himself says, "I never thought it would come out." So mm-hmm. I, like, I, I have a hard time like consolidating with people who were yelling at me two years ago, saying, "It's coming! It's coming! It, it's <laughs> coming tomorrow!" Like again, all these people who said it was coming said it was coming at Comic Con last year. Said it was coming right. at CCPXP. Said it was coming at his uh, SnyderCon screenings. That it was coming on. Uh, February fourteenth, blah, blah blah. So like, the cons- yes, it finally came, and 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 the fans, the the good ones should should be happy with what they got, and the bad ones should fuck right off. Because I like, I don't, I, I don't I don't think it's a good thing that we're re- rewarding these people. And I do think that it would have been nice if someone came out and said, hey, like someone publicly would have came out and recognized the the obviously toxic mindset of this fandom, that has gone above and beyond harassment of everyone involved with this thing um, top to bottom it doesn't matter anyone who doesn't like fully embrace snyder would was deemed a snake or called horrific things um actors directors producers studio execs um, and then but if you go back and say anything like remotely jokey or anything uh, or make fun of them or ha- heaven forbid say anything that uh what might offend one of their like someone on their team you're like all of a sudden you're the toxic one so like i don't like you know what i mean like obviously we're dealing with insane people and like again we talked about this last. <laughs> time. Uh, there's a there's a running theme here and I, I i i i myself need to do a better job of focusing on the not insane people and and picking out those people and having conversation with those people and just calling the insane people insane and moving on from them.
0: Well, yeah, because, um, I mean, Casey, you and I, I know Wes wants to see the Snyder cut. I want to see it. And I know you've said it too. You want to see it too. If it's there, you're happily going to watch it. I
1: will watch any mm-hmm. fucking cut any director wants to put out 100% every time. Because I want to see the fucking crazy batshit stuff that was cut out. And I'm and be like, oh, that's why that's why this film didn't <laughs> <Yeah. gonna> work. <laughs> so, so, like, yeah, we released all your cuts. And, I like, again, I don't, we don't know if this is going to vindicate anybody. Cause we could be sitting through four hours of the same like exposition scene after exposition scene. Like, okay, now Batman's going to tell us why this is a bad idea. Now wonder woman's going to tell like, that's, that's, that's why things get cut out of movies because right. they are unnecessary. So like, unless every scene in this film is fucking dead nuts necessary, then I like, I, poof, we're going to have a lot of discussion about, about the Snyder cut moving forward. I think. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. I, I think that wraps up all my questions. Nick Nick, yes. you got anything else you wanted to add in?
0: No 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 I do want to see if Casey has anything to add to our, our quarantine corner though before he gets going because he's you know he's got a, he's had a busy day working on Memorial Day doing God's work um, Casey you got anything interesting that you've been watching or have you got yeah. a chance to watch the Mortal Kombat stuff and just yeah, so, uh, I, I stay up
1: till like two in the morning every night because it's the only like quiet alone time that I get <laughs> so, <laughs> I watched both uh, both of them back to back and I oh, that was right? rough. Yeah, that was probably a bad idea for my my psyche. Um, so
0: you didn't like them?
1: No, I liked them. I but they were very, like uh, very gory mm-hmm. and, and, <laughs> and 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 hardcore, uh, is to say the least. Um, and I think uh, I, I I wanted to like the Mortal Kombat one more than I think I did. I think uh, I think that was like a huge. I don't know. Huh? Scorpion. I have an issue with Scorpion in the Mortal Kombat franchise. Really? He's not. He's. An, they made. They had to make him an interesting
0: character because he looks the coolest. He does look the coolest. But you see, I mean? never understood. Sub Zero is the same thing. He looks pretty freaking cool too.
1: Yeah, and I, I think they I think. I think after like Mortal Kombat, whatever, when they started building that relationship, I think that's a cool relationship, and I think they could have focused on that more in this movie. But what this movie was, it was just the Mortal Kombat story. But, like, I didn't need him. Like. Dismembering every single body he encountered <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, or and seeing their brains and guts like strewn across my television screen on, on 80 inches uh, in my living room at two o'clock in the morning while I'm a little
0: brag. A yeah. High on, yeah. High on,
2: yeah, high on edibles. Uh <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> the That'd best, best way to watch it to be honest. <laughs> <Plans>. <laughs> also
1: probably not the best of plans after watching the Justice League be eviscerated. By monster, like Doomsday Monsters for an hour and a half as well.
0: I mean, so, was, like, was, I mean, those yeah. two movies, man. We're going to be doing... I the reason I wanted to ask you is because we're going to do... We're going to be talking about those next week for our episode. I actually planned it out for once what our next week episode is going to be. Um, I, I've watched them both, and obviously my review's coming up for the Justice League Dark, Apocalypse, War, and man, like you said, those those they were both intense. and We'll, we'll get into it more another time for sure. Yeah, but. I saw...
1: I, and I, and I pour, I think her, I think you spelled her name or pronounce her name Margar Marguerite Marguerite, the girl who wrote that movie. I don't know. Oh, she got fucking the lashing from the Snyder cut because uh, yeah, well, cause that movie came out and everyone was like, Oh, this is the Snyder cut, like this is what the Snyder Cut would have been. Or this is what the <sighs> Snyder and her real response was, I have no idea what the fucking Snyder Cut is. I've never seen I have no idea what you're talking about. And they're like, <laughs> She stole it. She stole this from like, oh, no. they- like they stole this from Snyder and they put it they made it an animated movie and uh yeah. So like uh, but again, like the reason that movie works is because we spent uh nine movies building up to that to Mm -hmm. that confrontation and and putting a cap on those characters
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um so i that's kind of again a fault for the that steiner verse has always kind of put the hole it's always kind of been in is that it like started out like 10 years before we all were there but a but Superman is new. To, it's just – it's all kind of like mishmashed together. And and I, I saw everyone watch – I'm sorry. I'm going to go on a tangent. I saw everyone watching BVS this weekend. Uh-huh. And so I was watching everyone's commentary on blah, blah, blah. And no one fucking brings up the fact that Clark Kent is the, a reporter for the – essentially the New York Times, right? Uh, mm-hmm. The largest new, newspaper in the world. And he has no clue who Bruce Wayne is. <laughs> essentially, like the – Bill Gates or Edward Murdoch of our time, like he has no clue, like who he has to ask like his lonely, like photographer, like, uh, intern guy, like who's, the who's the, the fancy man in the, in the fancy car over here? Like what? Well, you like, sports, you know, you can't
2: expect yeah. a sports guy to be involved, you know?
1: Like there's things with that movie just don't make sense to me. I, I, I there are definitely things that work and I like. I certainly do like love the ideas that it puts forward, like the idea that we have this broken Batman and he lost his way and he's going to use Superman as a way to like find himself. But th- I mean, that's not what happened. Like those th- those are the ideas it lays out, but that's like beat for beat, like it just doesn't happen that way. And it kind of crumbles when you like when you when you put any of those characters under any scrutiny whatsoever, and their character arcs just fall apart. Um, mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Yeah, and, and that's yeah. it's all it's it's one giant thing that bothered me about that whole like Clark Kent like situation in Bat- Batman versus Man. Like I don't how do you get hired on as a beat reporter at the at the New York Times and not and they ask you, all right, well you're gonna you're gonna cover um uh you're gonna cover what uh, current events and the big topic right now Bill Gates and his uh and his and his uh and his push for a COVID vaccine and the guy comes back to you and says who's Bill Gates. <laughs> like you say like oh hired here's, here's the most one of the most coveted journalism positions in the entire universe and in the guy who doesn't know who fucking bill gates is well is I, get, I, i'll uh, make the
2: argument uh i'll make the argument for our good boy uh clark kent here put on the scoopy <laughs> internet sleuth hat for a moment if you don't mind here i would say working with a clean slate would lead to unbiased reporting on uh, whatever topic that you have. So coming in with no prior knowledge is actually a benefit. I, I pride myself on it, on, on that approach. And I think have uh, gotten through about a dozen years and uh, you know, a couple thousand stories or so with that same approach.
1: Again, if, they, if they had set him up to be like an Amish, like the kids were Amish, I all believe I'm all in. Like we're all in on this idea that he has that he like is, is of, of of uber integrity and has no connection to like the outside world. And every every interact every interaction he has is the first interaction. Totally on board for that. Yeah, okay. I like but that. I think that's good. Pretty sure they all had cell phones and the internet. I'm just get. I mean,
2: yeah.
1: uh, Wonder Woman had to send those files to Batman somehow. Like you know what I mean like those okay. those that exchange had to happen. Pretty sure via the, the World Wide web.
0: Right. Uh, so, Wes, I'm curious what Casey say about you. What's your quarantine corner pick? Because you had one that I wasn't expecting either.
2: Oh, yeah. I uh, Well, aside from playing more golf this week, you know, I, I played uh, pretty well. Yeah, nice, nice walk 18. Did you not, hear, not as a
1: golfer, did you hear that they're putting out uh, golden tee again?
2: Oh, I, I did not. I, w- so I you, want to add that to my man cave. You know, you know those I'm mini, like those, those like Walmart,
1: like the mini arcade machines you can get at Walmart for like three hundred bucks or whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing like a golden
1: tea one. Wow, I love, I yeah, love yeah, that.
2: Yeah. yeah, you know, pound some uh, you know, uh Miller High Life, the champagne of beers, and then yeah, uh, you know, play some '80s <laughs> rock music and get some golden tea going. I'm I'm all for it. <laughs> um, but but I did rewatch uh, the Joker. That's that's free on uh, Xfinity right now um one of the premium channels there so i re-watched it the wife watched it for the first time she was very disturbed but enjoyed it um and, and you know it was good it was nice because i think i was um you know had some of uh casey's edibles before going into the the first screening of that and kind of <laughs> nodding off through the movie um so it was nice i i picked up things that i didn't didn't notice the first time and he's really disturbing it was um it was a good movie not my favorite joker though do you like that movie casey I find it. I think it's a good. I think I. I
1: agree. I think it's a good movie. I, I think it's telling. Nobody's talking about it anymore. Oof. yeah, uh, sure. yeah. <laughs> um, I, You know, I mean, like once Joaquin kind of got his, did he got he got an Oscar for that, right? So I don't even remember. Did he get an Oscar? I, he I believe an Oscar he
0: did. For- I'll pull it up real quick. A, I believe at
1: least,
2: I a, um,
0: at least a Golden Globe. I think.
1: Did he win the Oscar for Best Actor? I don't even remember now.
0: I I think he did. I'm checking it up real quick. I'm just I'm um, But, but yeah.
1: I, I I find it. Uh, I yeah, did. actor. Okay, yeah. So I, I, think I did find it in a, a good film when I watched. It. I don't know if I'd use the word enjoyable the same way. I don't think I enjoyed Saw. <laughs> yeah, when I watched true. it, you know what <laughs> I mean. Like I, I <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed
0: um, it. You know, it
1: was a fun time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna recommend it to my grandma. Yeah. Um, uh, see, uh, I think I think it's a, a good movie. I think it has. I, I think it's gonna present some good ideas. But again, I think like in the grand scheme. I don't think it needed to be a Joker movie. I think that was something that they used right. to, to glob on to, like, to market a film, an so idea true. for a film that he had. Uh, I don't think that Joker fucking stands a chance against any Batman, even like, Adam West Batman. Um <laughs> you know, and, like, you know what I mean. So, like, I, continuing yeah. that story is going to be super difficult. But I like the idea of like, and like, I guess Je- again, Jack back to Jeff Johns. I guess Jeff Johns sets this up with his idea about three Jokers, like, why can't we have like an, if, if everyone gl- g- gleams on as the Joker. And I think DC has the best rogues gallery of them all. And mm-hmm. I hate that. We just focus on like the Joker all the time, but if everyone gleams on the Joker and we're going to keep continuing this idea, uh, why not do like an anthology of Joker movies? Why not give me like uh, your, your um, what, what, is, what was this one? Uh, Killing joke, Joker and your, yeah. And then give me your jokey Adam West, like over the top, like crazy Joker. And then give me your psychotic, cut my face off. Um, right. Uh, poison the well, like, jo- you know what I mean? Joker, like, uh, like I am I would be okay with that, but I would also be a really fucking okay. If we did like, Hey, I want to, I want a, like uh like a borderline. Like, is he a hero? Is he a villain? There's a word for it. I can't think of it. A movie about Victor freeze. Like heart of ice mm-hmm. is the best. Uh, episode of television ever created in color t- or in TV history. It wow. is perfect. It is perfect. It is a perfect episode of, of television. It sets up this uh, villain that you yourself w- want to h- hug and, and and hold and and cuddle, but you can't because you would turn to ice and die. Uh, it sets up this idea that. A man would go to the utmost extreme for the woman he loves. It sets up the idea that un- Batman understands understands that Victor Freeze is not a bad person, and that he is just doing what he feels is the best interest of him and his the person he loves the most. And that, uh, and and it doesn't end with him murdering uh, a, a scientist, a man of science, a man who just wants to cu- uh, cure a disease for mm-hmm. by all means. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It's just this perfect uh, kind of. Um, 30 minutes uh tale of, of of hero and villainy and the the line the lines that i like, guess batman could 100 be the villain in a in a in a freeze story and freeze could 100 be the villain in a batman story i don't know if you could say that about any other batman character
2: i like that that's a really interesting thing you know mean?
0: yeah that's a good point
1: so, so i i love the idea that like why not? Like, say, I, I, I guess you could do this with uh, you if you want to go soup like in the direction that seems DC is going, do this with with Gotham City Sirens, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, get Har- Harley and and Poison Ivy and together, make them this anti-hero duo where they're like eco terrorists or they're going around like doing things that you wouldn't mind them doing <laughs> that, that, that are horrible, right? Uh, and, and then have like uh. A hardened Batgirl come in and and be like this overarching monster to them who is like, we're just trying to fucking save the world, and this fucking uh, <laughs> abuser, like this like vigilante abuser, is coming in and like beating us half to death because we want <laughs> to like not have this oil well like company like spill into the ocean, like you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I think there's a really interesting lines you can do here with with DC villains uh, that you can't can't do with Mike. It's really hard for Modoc. To like teeter the line of like good and evil, you know what I mean. It's really yeah. hard for like Zemo to teeter the line between good and evil because even in like Avengers, like we uh, we understand what Zemo did, we uh, why he did it. We understand that he was a bad guy. Like he that he lost his family because of the Avengers and it was a horrible tragedy and it could have been prevented. But at the same time, the Avengers saved the planet. Like. His, the four people that he lost was, was by far a tragedy, but the billions of billions that would have cost would have been much more of a tragedy. And he's right. a selfish individual, and there's no discounting that he suffered a ton, but he's using his like selfishness to become an evil individual and tear the entire world down around him. Like Victor Freeze isn't trying to tear the entire world down around him. He's trying right. to get the supplies he needs to create a, a cure for his wife. He's trying to to procure the money he needs to, to uh, get the funding he needs to create a cure for his wife. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. I, I think DC has this unique opportunity where they can like play with their characters a little bit more, where Marvel can, because Marvel has set themselves up to kind of be like, here's these are the good guys. In fact, right, Marvel's good guys are sometimes more like can be more. Teeter the line of good guy, and then bad guy, and then they're bad guys because their bad guys seem to always be bad. Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I guess when when Iron Man's a shithead, you have
0: to have a be a super shithead to like go against Iron Man. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's uh, why with the comics with, D, with the like the, the comics themselves with DC especially now, that's why I like them so much more because you have you know a Deathstroke who yes he's a villain, or they turn him into more of a hero in the rebirth and DC Universe run with Chris Priest, and then Red Hood. You know when Scott Lobdell's writing them right there's this, you know, there's a villainous aspect to him too and characters associated with them. So I, I, I think you're right. You can take that to the big screen and that's what I've been waiting for them to do. Damian Wayne too, same thing. I mean, that kid is raised by the League of Assassins, but he's, you know, he's, he's, you know, Robin. So they, they have so much more room to try different things, but they never seem to do it, at least on the big screen. It's so well, it's we, frustrating.
1: So go back to Jeff Johns, and my my biggest disappointment from the DC animated universe is we never saw this story adapted. But he did an entire run on this whole situation, and in Forever Evil, like the the uh shit, the crime syndicate comes and basically takes over the world and kills or just this dis, uh, or dis- eliminates most of the heroes. So then. Like the villains have to kind of step up and, and save the day. And I again, if in Mar- in, this, in Marvel Marvel, the bad guys like if if Thanos comes, like Red Skull is like plotting with Thanos to figure out like how can I get my cut in this situation. Like mm-hmm. Lex Lex Luthor's not doing that. Like you know what I mean? He's like, I I want to make my I'm, i want to stand my own flag. I'm not going to come and like plot. Even like in the Apocalypse War, like he's right. He's the he's the rat. You know what I mean? Like he he under like he's always out to be. good guy ultimately
0: but he just Fucking
1: does it the in the worst way possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, my my last thing for my um for the quarantine corner, I I watched Mortal Kombat and Justice League Dark Apocalypse War multiple times over the weekend because they're so quick and the action and everything. Like I said, Wes and I will get into it way more for you guys next week. Um, because you know Wes is going to get a chance to watch those two for the first time, and we'll dig in on those more. Um, the other thing that I did get to watch this week, and this was a recommendation by my father, and it was. not 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 my speed at all uh the wrong missy the movie starring david spade that's on netflix now oh oh my god yeah well my dad i I don't trust him generally with movie recommendations but i always say no to him he's like all right fine it's david spade i'll do it this one time i can't watch the office casey west and i have talked about this before because of the cringe worthy stuff in there and with this you you bring up like how violent mortal Kombat was in, in justice league dark like nothing. For me, that's nothing. Then I watch this, it's like, oh my god, I'm physically ill after watching this friggin' movie. Have you seen uh, it yet, Wes? I watch I-, I watched it too. Yeah, I'll let Wes <laughs> oh shit. I,
2: I have not watched it. Uh you can't catch me watching a David Spade movie that's not oh. named Joe Dirt. Um I think <laughs> that's that's about the extent of like the, the, the cutoff point, you know, like I'll go back and watch Tommy Boy and Black Sheep and stuff, but with David Spade as the main star. Joe Dirt is is it for me? Uh, I'm not a big David Spade guy. I I do like Lauren Lapkus. I don't know how she comes across in this movie at all, but Fucking like horrible. Oh, she no. I, she is the worst. She's the worst part of the movie, and
1: I, I feel bad for her too. Yeah, I liked her on the the show on HBO. Yeah, where she's like the shitty girlfriend or whatever. Um, and uh, I, I it, it, what's uh what, what, what is her name? What what's that show called with the uh, Pete? Da- not Pete Davidson. The other Pete. Holmes oh, oh crash. crashing yeah yeah she's yeah Bringing yeah. that like she's super funny like she's funny in other stuff but like it's like they like I don't, I don't know I don't know why. I don't know who directed this movie like, oh, like, they shot her in a, they shot her in a rumor and we're just like can you just be the worst person that you've ever encountered in, in every reddit thread possible and just make yeah. that uh, a, a reality and that's who she is. I I don't there is no react because the premise of this movie is he like he messages the wrong and no guy ever does this because when you have uh, when you meet, I have I have I did it once okay I'm gonna show you how to fix this right real quick so when you meet someone and I'm, I, I'm granted I've been married for 18 years my wife is is smoking um, <laughs> so I uh, I will tell you uh, th- th- uh, I don't do this anymore uh, so, <laughs> but when you when you meet girls with a similar name you always have to give them a nickname like there has to be a nickname right associated with them now the nickname can is, is up to you and i'm sure people have created horrible nicknames but this is to avoid these situations because mm-hmm. we've all because we've all had five amandas five jessicas uh my wife is ashley I'm, I'm sure i dated other ashley's before her um <laughs> So they're, they're common names, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they come, they come across. Uh, so, and, and when you meet two people who vary on the spectrum of uh, personalities, like these two pe- people do, and I, this is going to sound extremely sexist, but the one girl he meets, the blonde, mm-hmm. is one of the hottest people. On the entire planet, Molly Sims, I think. I don't know who I don't know, whatever her name is. I oh yeah, well I she's
2: know. a former uh, SI swimsuit cover. Yeah, so, yeah. so the
1: if if you are any man of any reputable <laughs> intelligence and you meet this woman, you do not let go of her for a second. Right, and, and as you it's... certainly do not mis- label her the same name as the person
0: you just had a horrible <laughs> dating experience with, <laughs> like. You label that person up. as "do not answer." Yeah, like, yeah, or, or you delete them from your phone at the very yeah. least. Yeah, like, I learned it, from that. Oh, I, it's, I don't bad. Know. it's bad. It was it, honestly, what she's and like then when
1: she makes it. I'm going to spoil a movie for you, and I, I, am oh, sure that you can figure this out on your own. But when she makes like when he makes it, when she like, when she like shows up, and she like they find like they like finally reconnect, and she's like stoked to fucking see him. Like she is like yeah. ready to go, and he's like. Nah, nah. Fuck you. No <laughs> yeah. way. Not, yeah. not in a million years. And by this point, like even in that, like he's not even fully like invested in the other Molly girl. He's still like kind of on the fence about her. Like he's like starting to like realize, oh maybe. But like I'm sorry, you don't like. And this is going to sound again horrible and uh, sexist. But but Molly Sims is a ten, like ten plus. If yeah. that's who we're talking about here. Yes, it is, Molly she is red like she's not like hesitant like she's like excited to see him like oh i am like we are gonna like get married and he's like nah. i think i'm gonna like s- try out this other girl who every experience i've had with prior to the last 10 minutes has been horrendous and horrible and i've wanted to escape her and every chance i've get and i've done nothing but th- for the past 45 minutes but try to get to so you.
0: so socially awkward, Wes. It's <laughs> so weird. And, Mo- and, and Molly Sims' character and, and David Spade are, it, you know, obviously she's attractive, but they're like a perfect fit in terms of personality. It's just, it's couldn't it's ask no, for a better fit. And then he no, goes off with with this other girl, it's and this like, crazy oh chick that you would—that is the girl that you would like <sighs> of nightmares. Yeah,
1: she she's every girl you've hated like hated in college combined into one. And I don't know where, like, a point. where you where do you work like, where do you live are you you guys are on the East Coast right yeah, yeah. Massachusetts yeah okay perfect Massive fucking uh, <laughs> oh, you know now. every Boston girl has the accent and <laughs> I then know. You know, like, <laughs> <black> accent. <laughs> I mean like, <laughs> case you're yeah mash that girl and then every all of her friends and then all the girls that she hates into one person and then. The accent is still fucking there, and then on top of that, they're like a five. <laughs> so, like,
2: <laughs> like so that's you know, that's pretty like, fair assessment. Like, uh, it may be like the sisters from the Fighter. Have you, ever, you ever seen the Fighter yeah, with? Uh, yeah, oh. yeah,
1: or the family, uh, the family from the, the the much more depressing. No, that the No,
2: the Fighter's the. Uh,
1: Mark yeah, Walmart. the fighters, the Mickey Ward,
2: um, uh, uh, Mark th- Wahlberg. But no, you're thinking of the Casey Affleck movie, uh, Gone Baby Gone.
1: Yes, oh, the worst family yeah. on the planet? Yeah, yep. yeah. like, yeah, like, <laughs> one of her daughters. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. There's oh, some, my uh, God. Some but far more annoying. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I think at <laughs> See, one point, she, like, pees her, like, she does something with urine or feces or... Okay. Oh, yeah, the, she, this the chum you're thinking of? Or she... Yeah, she yeah she throws up in a shark cage, yeah.
0: Like after getting like chum thrown on her. Oh, it's, uh, but the thing is that Wes likes awkward humor. I mean, he I loves do. The Office. Parks and Rec has it too. I think to a much more bearable extent. But I I
1: love Parks and Rec in The Office too. And I think I think there's a difference between smart and like well written and like as opposed to we're just, just going to be zany. Like, yeah. like, like this is this is peak like Adam Sandler like. Uh, what's that like, uh, Tommy Boy. Madison Yeah, like, I'm not gonna be in it, but like, I'll let my friends make a movie and go to Hawaii. Yeah. Like, this is peak that. Yeah. Like, a
2: yeah. exactly that fucking movie is.
1: <laughs> and every guy and everyone's uh, fucking, they're all in it. Like, all the guys you don't know their names, like the guy with the weird eye and the fucking mm-hmm, super tan yeah. guy, and uh, and Bob then Rob Schneider, uh, Schneider <laughs> the one yep. who do know his name. They're all like all there and uh, and oh, fucking what's his name got super fat Nick Swartzen. That was my biggest shock of oh, this whole wow. movie. Nick Schwartzen is fucking huge. Like, that guy <laughs> ballooned, and I don't know what's happening in his life, but I hope he's okay.
2: That's too bad, he's,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm is, a big Nick Schwartzen fan. He looks like fucking – he's, like, getting, like, Kevin James-esque. like Oh wow! Like Blown up
2: like a tick, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah, I was like, "Bring the yeah. screenshot."
0: And more so, like you know, Paul, Paul Blart, Kevin James—not so much neo-Nazi Kevin James. Yeah, just not so like right, a, right.
1: not the fighter one where <laughs> he's like in shape.
0: Oh Kevin yeah, yeah that one too. Yes, go. Who's Kevin James? Kevin, you know what? Kevin. He's James. Doing that, you saw. It, he's doing that weird movie with the girl who's gonna like save the world from neo-Nazis, and Kevin James has like a swastika tattooed on the back of his head. No. Oh, is that what you're? I was wondering what you were referencing. No idea. I didn't, I didn't uh, know. Yeah. One all. second. I'll find out the name of the movie. It's a, it's like uh, Becky is the name of the movie. It looks terrible.
2: Like, is it a serious movie? Like, is he going going serious? Like, going for an Oscar or something?
0: He's. Oh no, I don't think so. I don't think so because it's a, it's a kid who's going to play like the hero and and save the day. And it doesn't it doesn't seem you know in any way believable at all. And uh, yeah, he like I said, he's he's got his whole group, and I forget who her dad is, but it's an act. It might have been Joel McHale. I could be wrong, but yeah, he he's i I'm telling you guys, he's got a swastika on the back of his head. It's crazy. Okay, yeah. but this this goes right into what I was about to fucking say, and it's kind
1: of fucking perfect. <laughs> Go fucking on, Kevin James as the thing. Hear me out. Okay, he Marvel loves to hire actors who like either haven't quite broken yet or who are like mega fucking stars. Right. So it's either one or the other. Mm -hmm. Um, Kevin James is kind of both. He's like this mega fucking TV star, Mm -hmm. but like he kind of really hasn't broken like TV wise. Mm -hmm. And he, he's fucking awesome. Like I think, I I think Kevin James is one of those guys that like doesn't get like the roles he like maybe deserves. um, And I think he could portray, uh I, I think he has a lot I mean, you don't are you aren't able to carry a comedy on cbs without having uh, some type of talent like there
2: i love his stand-up i've seen him live a couple of times he, He's exactly. great. i think he's super
1: talented i think I, again the, the thing is gonna be a cgi monster uh he fits the kind of the background large man uh dry sense of humor blue collar like kind of kind of type like not like a guy you would picture as a scientist but someone you would picture as a guy who works on aeronautic airplanes and was maybe a retired pilot and maybe let himself go a little bit hmm. um you know what i mean and then i think when you like again i think when you put him around a cast of like krasinski's and 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 blood oh
2: and, i see where you're going and, you know, you know what i mean wow. i think like wow. you kind of get this like
1: ensemble of like it could be fantastic. Famous people, but not, aren't really famous. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. I think it can work. But, wow. So is, it, is that a rumor or is this no, – no, Absolutely uh, not. That is me just talking
2: <laughs> <like fucking> shit. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering where you're going with this. and I'm trying to think of like blue collar. Like who is he talking about? You're losing me here. And then uh, you wrote me back in with John Krasinski. I could see – that happening, you know, he's definitely got that uh, New York um, accent that he could play up, right? Yeah, I mean, t- uh, yeah, he's fr- yeah, he's a New York native, right, from Queens. I mean, he's not mm-hmm. uh, at least the show was right, so he,
0: he can fake it. <laughs> I don't, think, I don't think he's
2: Jewish, though. Hmm.
0: I'm open uh, to anything well, with with like in terms of casting for the Fantastic Four because I've not, I've not enjoyed either. I mean, Human Torch is what he is, but like, I mean, the thing should be a fun character, should be an interesting character. Um, but, yeah, they need to try something different. Third I think, time well, you know,
2: when in doubt, go back to Michael Chiklis. You know, I'm a big fan of his work. Nice Boston guy. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Can you imagine working on Fantastic Four then going to The Shield? <laughs> I guess that was, like, an opposite, like, purge shower for him. was like, oh. Right. I need, to just, I need to kill a hooker and fucking uh, talk about uh, eating – Pussy for fucking.
2: It's, well, you know what they that. say. It's like it's like one for the crowd, one for the fans, one for me. You know that's yeah. how it kind of works, right. The, 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 the shields for him. Yeah, you know, that's that just appeasing his own desires.
0: One thing before we we wrap things up that I forgot to add to our news section, which I'm kind of glad I did because I do want to ask Casey his thoughts mm, on this. Yeah. Um, the the Spider-Man news that came out. Uh, oh my god! I did not write down the character's name. Um, but uh, there's like the, the new Spider-Man Sony uh, Jack Jack jackpot <laughs> jackpot. Have you ever? I'd never heard of jackpot in my. That's uh, a movie apparently in development West. Jackpot is the character. It's a female. I don't know what the hell she does.
1: So jackpot oh.
0: is is a super mom. That is her
1: character. She's oh. a super powered mom. Okay. Uh, basically, she was like this big like a uh, new character employed by Marvel that totally fucking fell on its face because I as it would imply um and it w- would imply that it was supposed to be mary jane and so um, they had this big like, like thing oh spider-man's a new character's coming in her name's jackpot and she has red hair and she's super hot and she wears a mask but who uh, who could she be <laughs> I bet it's, it's probably mary jane everybody and look it she's pounding around spy Spider- i bet it's mary jane Oh, nope. It's some mom who got super strength and decided to be a vigilante. That that's a story. So like it's, it's uh, she's basically a super mom who like fights crime in between like taking her kids to like soccer practice.
0: And, and that. that's their next movie idea. That I mean, Wes, are you interested in that at all? Yes. Oh, shut up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You're so- yeah so, <laughs> you know, who was um who was the Miss- Mrs. Elastic, uh, Elastic girl from um the the Incredibles, right? That's essentially uh, uh-huh. the same thing. I just want I want a fake but, mom, you know, fighting <laughs> crime. I mean, are they, they're going to have to like – I, I guarantee you,
1: number one, I guarantee you they make it Mary Jane. I guarantee you they make yeah. it like uh, like the, an espionage like spy thriller. I guarantee you she's like a – how old will Spider-Man be by the time this movie comes out? College age. I guarantee you she's like a college-aged person, mm-hmm. someone that could potentially be partnered with Spider-Man. Uh, I Otherwise, why the fuck are you doing this? Like, I th- there's no th- Jackpot has no connection to Spider-Man other than the fact that they like he, both live in New York and we're like. So they would.
2: So what you're saying is they would essentially change the the previous storyline of okay, so we have MJ who's not really MJ, right? Zendaya, Zendaya. Yeah, um, yeah. And that, but then he oh, actually shit. meets he, Mary Jane, right? I guess
1: that won't work, will it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, they're not gonna do that. Well, well maybe because she's not Mary Jane. She's not Mary Jane Watson. She's just my friends call me Andrew. Right?
0: That's oh, not her real name.
1: Fucking hate this. Yeah, <laughs> it's what such what a good idea! No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'm not. What if? What if? What if this is a Zendaya solo movie?
2: Uh, uh, oh, now we're talking. Uh, you know what, though? You know, honestly, that's star power. I mean, I don't, you, you I don't, don't mind growing
1: that. up. Euphoria is huge. Yeah. Uh she, I. I don't imagine that. Like. I, She's gonna gob start gobbling up projects here. Like I, you're gonna start seeing her. She's in uh Dune, right? She's yep. in D- is, she, mm-hmm. is she in Dune? Yeah, you're gonna see. Like she's gonna be a, a hot commodity. And I think if they can nail her down and be like, hey, we're gonna make you a superhero, and you're gonna be jackpot, and oh, you and Tom are gonna like, you're gonna have your own like story where you see what Tom's doing and you want to fucking do what Tom's doing, and you're not gonna let Tom, you're not gonna let the man stop you because you're. Right. You know what see, I mean? Yeah. So God. uh I could I could totally see them doing that now. Th- that being said, Zendaya has no attachment to this to this movie. <laughs> um, Tom's contracts, their contracts, the actors' contracts are with Sony technically. Um, so I mean again, this could be a backdoor thing for her. I, I, I think it's much more interesting than Super Mom with no connection to Spider Man. Like I
0: yeah, well, I'll say this. I, you know, I, I look at it as it's frustrating because no one, we're not asking for this movie. Like you said, it's a project that hasn't done well. However, Wes and I do tend to find that after we review a movie that wasn't necessarily great, like when we did, Cat, uh, is it, uh, Ghost Ghost Rider mm-hmm. last week in our rewatch vault, we do like you know bashing movies every once in a while too that uh, that just fall flat on their friggin' face. Um, but anyways, uh, Casey, of course you can find him at the Comics Kid on Twitter, and that's Comics with an X. Casey, thank you so much for for spending some time with us uh, on the Memorial Day, even though you're working. Always, no problem. I'm happy to jump on and. Uh eat crow whenever
1: you guys want me to i guess
2: <laughs> no we didn't want you to eat crow here that was what we were aiming for oh we no i know a I know. go-to source
1: I, it, on it's the nice, snyder cut. I, it's nice to have just be able to like because ex- again like a lot of it's hard to express these ideas in like short like tweets and yeah right again, it, if you want to break it down to brass tacks every single person person who said anything about the snyder cut was wrong uh at, at now you know what i mean Oh, well, uh, I could say it's going to rain a week,
2: you know, th- coming up soon and then just keep waiting a week now, a month from now. And then when it finally rains, I see, I told you so.
1: Exactly. So like, that's kind of the point I want like, to come across. And that doesn't, I think th- it's a hard to relay in Twitter is like, don't go around saying to your, the trades, especially like who, like this is their job. Like I'm just some dumbass who knows like a guy or two and may have like a, bit more experience than the rest of the world but like there don't go around to the boris kits and like you know i mean varieties and trades and t- telling them, oh you guys were wrong like you guys have to <laughs> eat your words now you guys were wrong when you guys wrote uh, two years ago that this wasn't coming out or that you wrote a year ago that wasn't coming out or that you even back. wrote in 2019 that it wasn't coming out because again i want everyone to remember this essentially happened february he screened it march they signed the deal april they like Got everything ready and May they announced it. Like we're talking like boom, 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 boom. Like there wasn't like this long period where like oh they sat around and like him and Hod over like like should we should it happen? Like what's the what's the rumor? Like like, what's what's the word? Like you know what I mean? So like (laughs) um it 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 kind of it kind of just all like laid in the cards and then yeah we all kind of had to step back and say yeah well I guess they they changed their mind and they saw value in it and ooh. I think everyone – I think anyone who runs a business notices that if something didn't work initially and then you wait five years and you see value in it again and you can prove that, then maybe you should think about re-implementing that thing if you can. And I think that's the big point across this is obviously WB and HBO found value – monetary value in in releasing the Snyder Cut – And if that's through HBO subscriptions and tricking everybody to making you subscribe a year ahead of time and stick around for a year and two months till the Snyder Cut comes out or whatever, then fucking they fucking got you.
0: Good job. I think it all comes really what it all comes down to, though, Casey and Wes, is that, you know, changing minds. That's what this show is all about. That's what we really care about in the end. Wes,
2: anything else? No, I think that's it. Until then, I think uh, we'll be back here same bat time, same bat place.